You're listening to the Pour Over Podcast. The Pour Over Podcast is a podcast of Marcus Point Baptist Church. Marcus Point exists to connect people to God, one another, and a lost world. We hope that through this podcast, you are strengthened in your faith, challenged to walk closer to Him, and find encouragement and hope in Jesus. As much as we hope to do that, this podcast shouldn't supplement your commitment to the local church. If you don't have a local church and are in the Pensacola area, we would love for you to come and join us. You can find more information at PensacolaChurch.org. If you like this podcast, share it on social media and with others so that they can learn and grow too. Keep it simple this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Preston, how we uh, how we feeling this doing morning? Doing great, dude. I'm stoked. Got, I'm excited for this podcast. Got the got the coffee this morning. Of course, always, always got to have the coffee. It'd be sacrilege. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> It'd be sacrilege not to have it. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. Besides some of the people that have come on our podcast and not drink coffee, but I know it's all right. We forget. We them. stare at them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we, we do. We bully them before the, <laughs> before the show. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding, man. We're so glad to have everybody listening with us again this week. We've got a good podcast today. We're going to talk about joy, but before we do that, we're going to fill it up as always. And today, Preston and I, we're getting closer and closer to the holiday season. So Preston and I are going to talk a little bit right now about random things or unique things that bring us joy yes. in the holiday season. So I'll go first because okay. mine's not incredibly unique. There's a lot of people who like these things, but it will spark a further conversation. So I really love uh, and really enjoy watching the Christmas movies. Okay. Uh, when I was a kid... My dad and I used to go to Blockbuster, and we would pick out um, like two movies, rent them, and we'd go home, we'd watch them, and then we'd return them and go pick out some more. So like we watched all kinds of Christmas movies from Blockbuster back in the day when I was growing up. So I have like vivid memories of doing that with him, and I love the movies, and so I love watching the Christmas movies. Now, that brings me to this question, Preston. Um, What do you think your favorite Christmas movie is? Do you, do you easy? Oh, you got easy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I mean, the go-to that's always on repeat every December is Charlie Brown Christmas. But uh-huh. if you're talking about the most nostalgic and powerful movie to me, is definitely Jingle All the Way, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, that's a good one. That's trying what... to be a normal American dad, which that's is funny. the beginning of his acting. So you could tell he was like, "I don't know what I'm doing. I'm yeah. just in this role." Turbo Man. That is a great movie. And me and my dad, my dad used to love watching that movie. I used to not be the biggest fan when I was younger. Like, it was okay. But uh, we used to watch it every Christmas. So I'm so solid. Um, My favorite movies, um, they were my favorite as a kid. So just growing up, I've always said these are my favorite. But Home Alone, those movies were always. Yes. Always just my favorite. I don't know why, but I think when I was a kid, they made me laugh so yes. much because, you know, the villains getting, or the bad guys getting beat up or whatever. But I love the the Home Alone movies. My dad used to love the Santa Claus movies, like yeah. all the Santa Claus movies. To me, those were okay. I was never a big yeah. Santa Claus movie guy, but they were they were fun to watch. Oh, Macaulay Culkin just, uh, he's, he's iconic. 
I oh, mean, yeah. it inspired creativity. Yeah. You know, he, he, he does a, Awesome job in those roles. Home Alone one and two. They have a bunch of spinoffs, but yeah, they're not, not the spinoffs, same. but they have a bunch of extra Home Alones that just aren't quite the same. But yeah, no, it's yeah. like the Land Before Time. Like, have you ever seen those? <laughs> yes. Like the first two or three, you're like, oh yeah, awesome. And then what is there like, like eight of them? <laughs> yeah, it's like what is happening? <laughs> the Land Before Time. How much land was there? The you know? real. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Christmas movies. I, I love some Christmas movie. Elf. Uh, got to got to mention Elf. Never it, seen it. it. it you've uh, never seen Elf. I've never seen it all the way through. Like I think I've just seen like little snippets, like five oh, ten minutes. Oh, press. I don't know what it is, and I I have been bullied about this too. Like uh, I guess it just must be incredible but i mean it's not it, it it's a it's just a good movie i don't know but elf is just a i don't know it's a staple anyway, i can't <laughs> believe you haven't listened to it but anyway what what you got Preston? what um, what is it around the holiday yeah you know for me i the christmas highlight for my family um in 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 mississippi is dirty santa um, and that's just what we always yep. do. We don't even do gifts anymore. We just go all out. The Christian version is what white elephant or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Ours is dirty. Like it is rough. Um, we get up in there and people are already colluding and making teams and whatnot. Oh, gosh. And there's only one person in the room who's not on a team has no alliances is always the total rogue. And it's my 82 year old grandfather that is awesome. and he he don't get he don't give a rip bro like he <laughs> has never bought something that anybody wants like that's mm. a skill by the way yeah to that always is. that is have something nobody wants it's a total like dead weight gift but someone always who doesn't want it ends up with it mm. so he's just a master he's got it over on all of us typically it's like you know uh, you know like some version of like pajamas or underwear or something like that but every now and then he gets really really creative um that's cool and so yeah we used to do that we used to do that with my family too it was always fun because when you get family together sometimes when you do it with like we used to do it in college group and like no one would steal from each other or like oh all my that kind gosh of stuff. dude but when you get in family like they don't care they don't they don't give a rip no they want the best gift for themselves and they'll do they anything don't care that yep. it takes yeah i'm i love that i always look forward to seeing my 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 pawpaw brewer just laugh his head off because he's not like the most expressive guy yeah but man when he comes in there he's got a pep in his step and he's got the he's so like ready. nuclear logos on his wrapping and all that kind That's of awesome. stuff it's it's awesome Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, over the holidays, we'd love to hear what brings you guys joy. What's your favorite tradition? And obviously, we'd love for y'all to rag on Preston a little bit for not Please. hearing Elf. elf Please. So, uh, Never seen hearing, uh, Frozen either. Yeah, that, that one makes a little more sense, but Elf? I don't I know. know. All right. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, drink it in now. And today, as you can tell, and as we've already said, we're going to be talking about joy. Yes. Joy. I will say... When I hear the word joy, my first thought always goes to this kid's song. Uh, I don't know if you remember. It's like J-O-Y, down in my heart, deep, deep down in my heart. Mm. Jesus put it there and nothing can destroy. Huh. Yeah, you don't remember that? No, I think I was just stuck on Father Abraham. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, I remember singing that song, you know, J-O-Y down. Anyway, so y'all didn't know y'all were getting getting some song. But I always think about that song, you know, deep, deep down in my heart. Yeah. Um, I've got joy down in my heart, deep, deep down in my heart. Jesus put it there and nothing can destroy it. And when we think about joy, obviously a lot of people 
listening to this understand that there's a difference between joy and happiness. And today we're going to talk a little bit about what joy is, how you can have joy, you know, all of that. Let's do it. And if you are listening to this and you want to go further, and we're going to, I'm going to reference this a lot, uh, but if you want to look in depth about joy, one of the places that I would highly recommend you go is the book of Philippians. Uh, the book of Philippians is kind of known as the book of joy. And what's interesting about this is that Paul is actually writing this letter to the church at Philippi while he's in prison. Hmm. <laughs> so it's known as this book of joy, and it is written from prison and he doesn't even know if he's going to live. Yeah. <laughs> and he's writing talking about how he has joy and how the Philippian Christian should have joy as well. And there's so much we can talk about there, but first of all, I think <clears throat> we have to understand that true joy comes from Jesus. You're not going to really find joy apart from Jesus. Yeah. And so if you're looking for joy, it starts by salvation. It starts by being saved because Jesus is the true epitome of joy. But moving on from that point and and talking about what it means uh, to have joy, I think we need to understand that. And Paul shows it very clearly in Philippians 1, 2, and 3. He says in verse 12 of chapter 1, I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really happened to serve uh, or has, has really served to advance the gospel so that it may so that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to the rest of my imprisonment that it is for Christ. And so we've got to understand that joy isn't circumstantial and joy is different from happiness because joy can still be present even when circumstances aren't yes. uh, the best. Well you know, said. one of the most well-known verses in all of scripture is Philippians 4:13 and everybody's like, "Oh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." But if you look back at verse 10, he says, I rejoiced in the Lord greatly and that now at, oh, I'm, oh yeah, yeah. I've rejoiced in the Lord greatly and now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I am speaking of being in need for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low. I know how to abound in any and every circumstances. I have learned the secret of plenty and hunger, hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So he's saying, it doesn't matter whether I have a lot, whether I have a little, it doesn't matter whether I'm hurting or whether I'm not. It doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter what circumstances I face. Yeah. I know I can do all things because there's Christ who's in me. Yeah. And that is where joy comes from. And so if you're walking through life today and you're maybe you're listening to this, and you're like, man, I just need my circumstances to get a little better and then I'll be happy. As a Christian, you don't have to wait for circumstances to get better. You can find joy in Jesus where you are right now because you can know God has a purpose through whatever you're going through. So good I, stuff, I think bro. I think that's a good place to to kind of start. Yeah, we're gonna wrap up now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. I um so when I think of joy, I was reading through and uh first Peter came to me. There's a passage here in chapter one. Uh, starting with verse seven, it says, "So that the proof of your proof of your faith, being more precious than gold, which is per- perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And though you have not seen him, you love him. And though you do not see him now, but believe in him, you greatly rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, obtaining as the outcome of your faith the salvation of your souls." We're really saying the same thing here, Jesus is your joy. Mm. And Jesus should be the cornerstone 
of your joy and your happiness because joy is a consistent, committed happiness in the certainty of something. And that was what I was going to say is like, what is joy? Well, it's obviously an emotion based off of hope or certainty. Well, if you have hope in Christ and you have a certainty of your soul in salvation with him, uh, totally redeemed by his blood and what he's done for you. And through joy, as read through this passage, it brings praise. A joyful person is somebody who praises God, you know, and, and that is a little bit of a call out if you're in church or in your life generally, and there's no praise coming from your being. That is a challenge to, are you really experiencing the joy of Christ? Because a Christian praises the person who has given them this uh, the status, giving them this gift of grace uh, to, um, uh, to 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 love him, you know, joy requires acceptance. It requires the acceptance of who God is and who you are as a sinner in need of a savior. Yeah, and uh, and so therefore, it's an it's the evidence of someone who knows God. That's good. I think it's it's interesting too to go along with that. <clears throat> when Paul is writing the book of Philippians, he writes verse one, and basically he's just, <clears throat> excuse me, he's so thankful for the the church at Philippi. He shares about his joy even in his imprisonment, and then he says, you know, like whether I die or live, it's going to glorify Christ. Because if I died, I, it's gain for me. If I live, it's for Christ. So, and then he says in verse twenty seven, you know, let the manner of life that you live be worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then in verse two, so he's talking about basically joy and living in that joy for Jesus. Yes. And then in chapter two, he encourages them. He says, if there's any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count one's others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look out for not only his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Have this mind among yourself, which is yours in Christ Jesus. If you are going to be joyful, you have to be humble. Mm. There can't be true joy without true humility, because if the object of your joy is Jesus, humility is realizing and acknowledging how great God is and how much we pale in comparison to him. It doesn't mean that we denigrate ourselves or we look at ourselves as garbage or trash or, you know, we like push ourselves into the ground, but it's just, we realize that God is so much greater than we are. And you live in, in humility, uh, and, and yeah. reverence for him. Go ahead, and go. let's not skate too far away from that because sometimes that is the biggest enemy of joy is us giving ourselves a status which is not of God, mm-hmm. giving ourselves an opinion of ourselves or a or an image of ourselves that is not of God. The image of yourself as a Christian is in Christ. It should be not apart from that. Now, you may be in a season where you've screwed up or you feel convicted about your sin or you just don't feel confident in yourself or whatever circumstance it is, but you have to remember part of being joyful is the acceptance of of what God mm-hmm. has called you to be and what he says you are. Without that, you're always going to be at war uh, defining yourself when that's not your role anymore. It's not our role as Christians to define ourselves. Your definition of who you are should come straight from God and stay there. It should not drift. That's good. 
That's good. Yeah, I think I think being humble has to be a part of being joyful because if we're not humble, then life is about ourselves, and if life is about ourselves, there's no there's no joy in that. And so <clears throat> maybe could it be looking at your life that you are not joyful because you are selfish? That's hmm. a tough question to ask, and it takes a hmm. lot of transparency to answer that honestly within yourself. But could it be that life has become all about you? That and because of that, you'd never find joy. I, I've seen people who have lost everything find joy and live with so much joy more than people who have everything. Yes. And I've watched people, <clears throat> excuse me, I've watched people ruin relationships and push away everyone they love after they have so much love and support. And because they're simply, they have no joy because they're so focused on themselves. And I've seen people, like I said, who've lost everything have joy. And so, I would say live humbly before God, and there is joy found in that when you um, are not making life about you, but are making life about Him. I, th- I think there's great, great joy in that. Yeah, that's, man, that's, that's good. good. Do you have anything else? I ain't got nothing else. Man, I, I mean, this is a... That was short and to the point. This might um, be the shortest I, one we've ever I will done. say, I had, I had one, one more thing that kind of came to my mind. Not that I'm trying to stretch it out. No, I did you're have good. One more thing. Go for it. I think that, too, <clears throat> we have to remember that joy is an intentional choice we have to make. So sometimes when we view emotion, we view emotion as, um, I I will say this, I think feelings you cannot control. So like if I was to punch Preston in the face right now, the feeling that initially comes to him is not something that he's necessarily going to be able to control. Like it's going to come. Yes. But the emotion, the long-term effect of that feeling, he can control. I think I think that joy is happiness is a feeling, joy is an emotion. I don't that is probably not the like correct scientific way to define these things, but so joy I think over the long run is something that you have to be intentional about. That's right. Joy doesn't just happen. Like you don't just wake up and go, "Ah, like I'm joyful today even though my life is crumbling around me." You know? Like you have to wake up every day and remind yourself of the goodness of God. You have to spend time in his word, grow closer to in your relationship with Jesus and remind yourself of how good he is and what he's done in your life yeah. and and how you can have joy in him despite what's going on. It has to be intentional because our natural reaction and natural feeling if you will, when we go through difficult times is not to live in joy. I mean, it's to fall apart, to crumble, to complain, to be bitter. And so to live in joy, I think requires intentionality too. Yeah. There's a level of being intentional um, and, and, and having joy because of that. So. Yeah. So get someone to punch you today. <laughs> yeah. If you do, you'll really understand. <laughs> yeah. Don't, about. don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. But I hope that through this season, you guys are able to truly find joy Uh, This is the Thanksgiving season and Christmas season is really a good season to look. And sometimes it's hard for people. So, so there's two different types of people. I think there's people who go through this season and they're like, man, look at all that I have thankful. I'm thankful for like, look at all the family, look at all the blessings. Like I am just, this is a season where I get to look and see everything that I'm so thankful for. But some people go through this season and it's a reminder of everything that they don't have. Look at all the family who's left me. Look at all the family who's hurt me. Look at all the family I have to deal with or or look at all that I don't have and that everyone else does. It can be a really tough season for a lot of people. Yeah. But if we go through this season and we look and man go, we go, we all go, no matter how much we have or how little we have, we go, man, look at what Jesus has done for me. There's not one of us that can be 
complaining or bitter. Like we will live in joy because of what Jesus has done for us. Yeah. And so no matter what you're going through, I hope through this holiday season, through this end of the year, you're able to find joy no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through. And you can walk through this life, as our pastor says, living above the circumstances. And you can have a great holiday season, great end of the year, great beginning of the next year, because you're choosing to walk in joy, the joy that only Jesus offers each and every day. And so I hope that you guys are able to learn to live in joy today. And so with that being said, we're going to go ahead and pour it out. All right, there it is. It's all poured out. <laughs> yeah, uh, the whole thing. Let's oh, uh, let's go ahead and let's let's go ahead and pour it out. I'll start off this time since you okay. started off on the last one, and uh, you just give me the countdown, and we'll we'll go ahead and go. Okay, three, two, one, pour it out. So I'm not going to like give an opinion on this, but I have questions about the flu shot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not going there, but so I've just traditionally like never gotten the flu shot, and I, I've only had the flu like once in my whole life. And uh, I didn't get the flu shot this year, but ended up getting the flu. And I always forget how terrible the flu is, like when you get it. But it's always interesting to me, like, to me, I always wonder, like, I know there's a lot. Of, I, I understand, like, what the flu shot's purpose is and all that. Like, I'm not I'm not arguing against it. I just always think it's interesting that it's, like, totally at chance and at random who gets the flu. Like, yeah. every year, it doesn't matter who's had the flu shot, who doesn't, like... Somebody's getting the flu, and I think it's really interesting to me. I, I, you would think at this point in modern medicine, we would have something that would keep us from something like this, but I understand the flu's a virus, and so there's limits to what you can do. But anyway, I just think it's interesting. Flu season is interesting to me. Who, who gets the flu, who doesn't? I happen to be a victim this year. So to all our flu victims out there, love you guys. You're, you're going to make it through. Um, awesome. But yeah. It's good. Dude, Kenzie and I both had the flu. And uh, I think our son might be getting sick now. So dang man, it just tore through our house. So anyway, praying for all those that had the had the flu this year. Yeah, it's it's a rough rough time of the year. So anyway, all right, Preston, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, pour it out. Here's my question to all my listeners: (laughs) Are you a fake tree person Mm. or a real tree person? I I struggle with this. I struggle with it. I grew up with fake trees. My wife grew up with real trees. And mm. so we've got the real tree out and um don't get me wrong, like it's a na- it's an air freshener. That's essentially what a real tree is in my opinion at this point. It's a giant high maintenance air freshener because you know you got to fill it with water, you got drill holes, you got to do all this stuff. Um but I, I'd be curious how our listeners, I'm, I'm legit asking, if you are listening to this, find me. I want to know if you're a real tree. And if you're a real tree person, what kind of real tree? Because there's different trees now. Um, but if you're a fake tree person, I, I would really like to know. I want to I start getting some opinions because uh, I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent about it. Interesting. So I grew up real tree. When I got married, Kenzie and I went fake tree. Yeah, went fake tree. But we just did fake tree because we were in the third story of an apartment. Gotcha. So we have had that tree for, this is our fourth, fifth? I can't remember. We're about to celebrate five years in January. It's wild. So this is our fifth Christmas with this tree. Um, So we've just used it. You know, we ended up getting a house, all that, but we just had it, so we just used it. Um, I like the fake tree just because the ease. Yeah. And... 
but my dad used to refuse. He's like, no, no <laughs> fake trees. Um, and they actually, since I've left the house, they haven't put a tree up, but they put a tree up this year. Yeah. And my dad went and got a real tree. He got a real tree. So he, he's going to get the real They're tree. back on so, the train. So I do, when, when our kids get older, we might go back to a real tree. I'm kind of like you. I'm indifferent. I can understand why people are dead set on a real tree. Yeah. Like to me, it's like, okay, I, that, that makes sense. I can understand why people are like, it's easier to do the fake tree and we're going to do the fake tree. I, I get it. Yeah. So I'm kind of like you. I'm kind of indifferent. It's a, diff, it's a weird thought. I, I'm just curious what it our is, listeners so, do. It depends on where you're at in life. For us, it just was more economical to get a fake tree because it's like to get a real tree, it's like $100 it's every year. Up. It's yeah, going up. It's going up. So like to get a fake tree, you spend 80 bucks and it lasts you five years. And it's like, right. eh, it's just kind of hard to deny right. that. Um, but so, I know some know. bougie uh, fake oh, tree I'm people. Sh- I'm you, sure you can go. You can get high, you can get way premium fake trees. You can you can. So I'd be interested to hear too. Yeah, yeah. Leprous and I know. Are you yeah. fake tree or real tree? What 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 team are you? Because that's <laughs> that's legit. Uh, so anyway, well, Preston, you got anything else today? No, I'm good. Man, Thank what, you guys so much for for I, listening. I know you guys have so much joy because we finished early. So. <laughs> anyway, we love you guys, and we will see you guys next week.